And here we are, the two-for-one, brought to you by the Two Beers Podcast. Game one of the NBA Finals is in the books. I'm Drew. I'm here with Tori, my Hello. voluptuous co-host. How are we doing today, T-Dog? Uh, doing all right, you know, solid solid uh, first game. Always good to see the... Uh... NBA Finals in action. My first NBA Finals on my net new uh, 70 inch TV, so that's looking awesome. Oh, that's sexy. You got is that a curved TV, 3D TV? What do you got going on? Something no, cool? No, nothing crazy. Uh, I just uh, all my all my other TVs are like 10 years old, so I just upgraded to like a 4K, and it makes like so much difference to like have. Not even the modern technology. Like the, <laughs> like the, you can like you you shows. can just press a button and Netflix yeah. just shows up on the TV. Yeah, uh, it's, that's it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, the that's pictures sweet. all crisp and you know all that. Uh, they all zoomed that... It, they zoomed in on Giannis's face one time where it took up the whole entire screen, and I felt like you know he would have been like the size of King Kong, like if he, <laughs> if he would have been that actual size. But it's Kong bows, yeah. Kong bows to no one. Uh, it was uh, about a night. Yeah, I sure did. Um, but yeah, so uh, our normal uh, third best friends not with us tonight, but we're uh, we're trudging on. Uh, hopefully, we uh, we do Jo proud here on our our uh, our two two man game. But you no, know, it, it's like it's like this uh, NBA Finals. You know, I miss the game. Jordan's miss the game. All these super. There's only one. Game. There's only one reliable constant in all this, and that's the uh, it's the go to guy. It's the talent that is that is myself. Um, but yeah, man, let's uh, let's get it. I guess the biggest the biggest news was that Giannis was a uh, was a go all day. They kind of were. Alluding to the fact that he was ramping up the on-court work, he was upgraded from out to doubtful to questionable, and then there, you know, the viral videos of him warming up, uh, shooting shooting jump- jumpers about two hours before the game, and then he suits up and starts game one of the finals. Pretty gutsy, considering the fact that the uh, I didn't I didn't watch it real time, obviously, because I didn't watch the series, but. You know, pretty gr- what seemed to be was going to be a gruesome leg injury. Giannis gets back, I guess, a week. It's been six days. Yeah, he's back and he's able to play. Played thirty-five minutes tonight, uh, which is pretty much all he was playing in the playoffs his last two seasons anyway. So I guess that's right in his wheelhouse. But <laughs> hey, man, good on Giannis for gritting it together. Um, so the Suns win the game, one eighteen, one oh five. Well, how did you think he looked? Um. I thought he he looked like he had his mobility. Um, I think this was a good first game to like get him out there and realize, okay, I I can do this, you know. Um, you know, obviously we'll see how he feels tomorrow. Uh, but I think this is a good first game to be like, okay, I can't play 35 minutes now. I got to take it to the next step because my team's going to need me to play 40, 42, 44 minutes. Um, but I thought this was a good first step as far as him getting out there. He looked like his athleticism was uh, all there. I mean, especially that chase down block. I was going to say, yeah, that was probably... They're probably going to be showing that a bunch. You know, that looked like, you know, he didn't have any inkling of pain there. You know, that was yeah, end not of the... exactly uh, like a, the most graceful... Well, he made it look a, like a graceful landing, but that could have been awkward. Bad, for, yeah, right? For, yeah, for end of the... Yeah, for, for everyone, yeah, end of the first half. Um, oh, was it Bridges? 
I think Bridges yep. Bridges was going up for a layup. Middleton, the, the guy who makes oh, the initial hold play. Hold the, hold the phone, Drew. How can we forget? We, we completely skipped on the Oh, my God. Oh, it's got, oh see, this is why cities. this is... This is why I'm the tail. Uh, this is why I'm the tail. Uh, oh, all right, let's 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 crack them. Oh my God! Three, Whoa. two, one. There we go. All right. Oh man. I went to take a swig and looked over at an empty glass. <laughs> oh man, I'm such a clown. Why is Aiden in the game? Oh, oh man. Right. Uh, I'm sipping. I'm 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 going to Old Faithful. I'm just rocking a Corona tonight. Uh. I was uh, walking through the the beer store earlier today while the yes, dog got the he did it. And uh, there is this beer from the other half. It's called Parquet Floors, and it has a picture of like a basketball hoop and and a floor and then like the lane. And I thought that was pretty cool and pretty fitting. So I, I was nice. like, I got to start with that. The Parquet Floors. I gotta oh, I gotta go to Wegmans and get the uh, the Stooky Stooky Brothers IPA that I. Was always meaning to buy and just kept forgetting for the for the rest of these. I'll send uh, a picture of this uh, can. Yeah, I gotta. Enjoy. Been host my first time hosting for four minutes and I freaking screwed it up. But Eddie Hoodles, yeah. So end of the first half, about two minutes left. Uh, Bridges goes up for a layup. I said Middleton, the guy we always forget the J.R. Smiths and the Chris Middletons to make the play on the balls that allow the chase down blocks to happen. Yeah. Giannis just comes in for like a freaking gazelle and uh, pins that shit to the backboard. It was awesome. Uh, I thought he looked good. Again, he had uh, he played thirty, he played thirty five minutes. Uh, he had. 6 of 11, 20 points, 17 rebounds, um, which I think they played him a lot at the 5 in the second half, which helped uh, accumulate those. I thought he looked um, not hesitant, but I don't I don't think the coordination was there on some of the spin moves um, when he was operating out of the post. And, I mean, that's natural. I mean, he hasn't, I mean, he hasn't played a six days off. doesn't sound like a terrible amount of time. But when you're doing nothing – when you're not really doing basketball activities and you're just sitting there getting th- – you know, getting the, the therapy on the knee, uh, you know, it takes some time to kind of get back into the swing of um, the muscle memory there. So yeah. be curious to see how that looks in game two. Uh, which I'll, I'll kind of talk about how I would use him going forward. But, yeah, I thought, yeah, again, didn't look like he was incredibly hampered um, going through it. But let's let's just – I'm going to go through the stats here on, on these guys, and then we can kind of talk about the game. So the Bucks, Middleton led the way, uh, 12 for 26, 29 points. Thought he played really well. Um Again, third quarter seems to be his quarter, man, which to me is the most important quarter in basketball. Uh, he got it going, started making some big contested shots. Uh, Eric Blutz, I mean, Drew Holiday, uh, 4 for 14, 10 points, 9 assists. Not good enough, Drew. Got to be no. better. Got to be much better. 22 bench points, uh, which I thought a lot of people, I thought a lot of NBA us on Twitter were talking about how the Bucks just needed another guy and they just don't have the depth. Um they had the same amount of bench points as Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. had 22 bench points too. Uh, Chris Paul, 32 and 9, 4 of 7 from 3, 12 and 19 from the field. 
he had a he had a spurt that changed the game that we'll talk about. Uh, Booker twenty seven and six, not an incredibly efficient shooting night. He was one for nine from three. I was talking about this on last night's pod. Yeah, yeah I think there's this conception that Booker is this like lights out efficient three point shooter, but that's just not the case. And my key to the series, DeAndre Ayton, eight for ten from the field, twenty two points, nineteen rebounds, sensational tonight. Uh, really, I thought really changed changed the game a lot for them. Um, on the offensive end. Again, 22 bench points. I think the one thing a lot of people point to, 26 free throws for Phoenix, 16 for the Bucks. Uh, cra- crazy that Phoenix in game ones, outside of that first round series, their game ones at home, they're actually getting calls uh, and getting to the foul line. I thought the Bucks. Yeah, I thought I, I thought the officiating was a little one sided. I thought the Bucks were getting bumped a lot going to the basket, uh, especially in the second half, and they weren't getting any calls. Uh, I, I don't know that that changed the game all that much. I, I think Phoenix just had a lot more energy, but something to look out for. 14 turnovers for the Bucks, 9 for the Suns. Uh, the, the Bucks did have more points off turnovers, 16 to 10. And to your point, in the first half, we were kind of you, you texted me. You were like, they should probably be up like 8 or 12, and it was only like a 3-4 point game. It just, I just, you know, the Bucks were cashing in on those those turnovers, keeping it keeping it close. Um and then fast break points and points in the paint were even between the two teams, um, basically. So those are those are the stats. Uh, yeah, when and I think they even showed late in the game that they shot basically the same field goal percentage. Yeah, forty-seven percent. And they had like the same field goal percentage. The Bucks hit more threes, and uh, they had more more. I think it was slightly more points off turnovers. So like. Yeah. When you look at what the difference was, it was that large amount of free throws, a huge free throw disparity. And Phoenix uh, didn't miss. They were twenty. They, of course, Jay Crowder, who didn't make a shot all night, it seemed like. Um, <laughs> I think he was like one of seven. He uh, he missed the only free throw for the Suns tonight. So they actually, were twenty. I, I saw a stat. Uh, Crowder was actually zero of eight. He had one Jeez. point, uh, and he he was plus nineteen. He was Phoenix's highest Ugh. plus minus. I yeah, it's he played I hate really, he was he was good on the defense. He did play really I thought he did he play really well defensively. Defense yeah. I hate plus minus, but it's another story for another I mean, day. Yeah, but he he did have an impact on the game, but yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. He was uh and he was good. He was really really good coming in and helping on Giannis. Uh when Giannis would get when it would get yeah. into the post. I thought he did a really nice job getting in there and just making him feel making him feel the presence. Uh and again when when, when Holiday's not being aggressive and knocking down shots, you can you can force more doubles. Um, Phoenix definitely had a lot of energy tonight. Uh, you, you can sense that they were they they were playing a little looked a little looser. They, yeah, they yeah, I, I I agree. Um, you know they it was pretty much, it, was, it was a close game throughout the first half. I think the Phoenix stretched it to eight at halftime. Yeah, eight at halftime. Eight at halftime. Uh, you know, Paul didn't score the whole first quarter, uh, so all his points were in the last three. Uh, I thought Booker his his passing's gotten so much better this year. We don't talk about that enough. Yes. I thought he made some really really nice passes. But uh, that, better that decision t- making. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, playmaking. Um, 
Except for that one play where he drew the off, or where he got called for the charge off the pass, where we both were like, "Yeah, no, Jeff Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy needs to stop with some of this stuff. Like, oh, that that role oh, needs to be man. taken out of the game. No, like, just control your, like, you need to control yourself. You just can't, you just can't go willy nilly in the lane and like collide into a defender. Like, just it's, ugh. I love Van Gundy, but he's getting harder and harder to listen to. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't disagree. He's like, oh, this, that doesn't impact the game at all. And you brought up a great point. It's like, yeah, it absolutely does. It opened up his passing lanes. It does so much by taking that rule out. Like, um, you know, if you take that guy out, the guy could take two dribbles and get right to the rim because that guy's laying on the ground. You know. Yeah, uh, it's so it's so silly. But uh, yeah, I thought he was really. I, I thought his playmaking was really good in the first half. I thought the turning point, the turning point of the game, with about four minutes left in the third quarter, Chris Paul just went on a scoring tear. It seemed like he scored eight to ten points in a row. I I, I couldn't yeah. keep track of how many he was scoring. He was knocking down some threes. He was doing his typical, uh, a you know, flagrant foul on Brook Lopez. Yeah, 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 which I I don't know how I don't know what they do with that rule anymore. I just I just don't. Um, he didn't look like he did it too much, but when these guys like. And I, I don't want to really say anything bad about Middleton tonight because I thought he was the best player for the Bucks. Like when Middleton shoots his jumpers and he jumps like four feet forward, like how how do you defend that? Like you, you can't defend it. Like it, it's you can't defend that without putting your feet under him. Like you're just making a natural defensive position. Uh, the the Paul one was close, but it was what it was. So he has the four point play. Then he had a great he had another great play on. Uh, on Giannis where he completely put Giannis on skates and uh and got a big three point play. That might have been in the fourth quarter. But that put him up twenty, that little mini run that he had. And really I I, I thought really got the Suns feeling extra comfortable. Camp or campaign started uh started making some uh some shots at that point. He was mainly getting to the rim. Cam yeah. Johnson was hitting threes and uh, Yeah. Oh sorry, my Cam's missing. Yeah, Cammy John my my boy, Cammy Johnson was knocking down shots. Also had an impact. He was yeah, he was getting rim, making some plays. Yeah, agreed. And then uh the Bucks Bucks made a little bit of a run in the fourth quarter. Uh, again, the Suns were missing some shots. They did, yeah. Surprised. They Forbes, Brent Forbes hit a couple couple threes, Middleton made a couple shots. Uh and then they, you know, there was a sequence. I think Booker, Booker hits a three, big three to put him back up ten, eight and blocks a shot. Uh, a couple I thought of that missed. was a lob. I thought that was a lob he blocked. But was it a lob? Okay. The, the, the announcers seemed to think it was a shot too, but I thought he was trying to lob that to. Okay, to he might have been. I'll, I'll trust. I'll trust. I'll trust you since. Uh, you know my ambassadorship's in question at this point, but uh, <laughs> but a huge he got a huge play by Aiton. I if Booker makes that three, then it's it's they're they're going away running with the uh, with the game one. But then they they just kept stretching it a little bit and playing well. And again, Paul just controlling the pace down the edge. Uh, Bridges was really good. We were joking before we came online. If I got to keep educating people on why the Sixers didn't just trade Mikel Bridges for nothing, and that if you if that trade didn't happen, they don't get Tobias Harris. Like I, I'm gonna start to throw up if these people just keep doing this. But uh, you brought up a great point. The Bucks def- they they switched their defense up tonight. Oh, that, that was so frustrating. Yeah, why don't you go go ahead and get into that? Uh, so. Especially early on, the Bucks were switching everything, mm-hmm. and so what all all that the Suns kept doing was, you know, the 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 way the Bucks started, they had Tucker on Paul, and obviously Lopez on Aiton. So the Suns would just have Paul 
you know, go to the right, I get it screened by Aiton, and the Bucks would immediately switch. And so now you got Lopez on Paul, and Aiton being guarded by uh, by Tucker. So either Paul dribbles and makes a play, and Lopez can't keep keep up with him, or Aiton goes and establishes himself down low with a six-inch, uh, you know, height advantage, and there's nothing that. And both situations are bad for the Bucks. Yeah, and, very but, bad. And, but the thing was, it wasn't like good, like hard screens where like and it was tough to get around. Like they were like lazy screens that the Bucks were like, "Yeah, hey, we're just gonna switch." Just cause. yeah, this yeah, yeah the the no the the no. I, mean, I guess maybe Houston made a popular figures back. But this thing about switching everything, like you can do that when you have the defenders like, with the versatility to do that. Like all these teams that do, like so many teams just switch everything now. Like they don't have the personnel to do that, and the Bucks, I don't think, have the personnel and, to do that with the front line. And I think line. with the with the Rockets when they were doing it is like they were playing five guys that were six six. So like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they know, had it, more it, of the it, personnel to do it, that. It didn't matter, like because you were already ha- having a height disparity, like you know, one way or the other. Yeah. But here it's it's just been terrible and has put the Bucks in bad bad guarding situations and they refused to change it for like two and a half quarters and then they somewhat started to do you know do it but fight uh, through the screens a little bit more too it was a little too late yeah brooke was brooke was every every highlight of the first half just seemed like somebody was just scoring on brooke lopez (laughs) somebody was scoring on brooke lopez whether it was whether it was booker paul or you know what the worst part about it was is like their screens aren't designed to get like open three-point shots like uh, if, if I was the Bucks, I would have uh, Lopez just sag back below like the uh, foul, like the foul line when they're doing that screen, and just you know, hey guard, get get through this screen however you can, you know, because either you're ending up with you know uh, Booker or Paul shooting the ball, shooting a three pointer off the dribble, or they're coming into your defense where you're already set at the foul line. So I yeah, you said you. You just set me up perfectly there, because I I was gonna say it's such a because uh, I'm uh, with basketball I'm definitely an old man get off my lawn guy. It, it's just so beautiful to watch a guy set uh, set a screen, seal the defender, and then actually dive to the basket for a pick and roll, and not just set a screen and then roll you know roll out like five feet sideways yeah, to the, for for a three. It's, yeah. dude, it's it's so beautiful to watch. Like I, I you know I get I get the three point shot has changed the game and everything but man it was uh watching Aiton do that just is, is so awesome and I, to me like that's that's key like he he was free on so many of those getting lob dunks that has to be priority number one for the bucks they have to take that has to that has to be yeah. eliminated um you and know I th- and i think it's it would be that hard to eliminate and i agree to your point book again booker like they're, they're, out, not, they're yeah. not doing anything with Aiden outside the foul line so why are you sending a second guy outside the foul line agreed and again booker i i would i'll i'll live with booker shooting shooting threes versus pull-ups yeah so and, you can't you know yeah and paul. and paul yeah oh totally i mean yeah he was i mean he was four seven tonight but you know i i'm i'm still letting those guys shoot 24 foot jump shots versus deandre Aiden getting wide open dunks uh that that math is pretty 100%. pretty easy for me. Yeah, it was I, again. I I wrote that down um, and underlined it like six times. Like like Aiden Aiden is just sealing and getting to the rim at will, and that needs to be done. Uh, I'll be curious to see. I think that 
I don't know if if, if it's the, if that's if the answer is to start Portis because I guess I mean Portis isn't that much of a better defender or maybe it's just the adjustment with Lopez sagging down. Yeah. I, I would say maybe you start Portis at the five, you, you bring Lopez off the bench, or maybe you just start Giannis at the five and go that way. I think I think the Bucks are kind of kind of need uh, Brooke Lopez's offense. I don't think you. Can, yeah, it's probably yeah you're right. It's probably too early. It's too early to overreact. That was my. My buddy was like, "Can't wait for all the overreactions to this game." That was, I was like, "That's probably my only yeah. overreaction." That it might, you might not want to start Lopez in these games. I, I, I just think his, uh, his scoring is going to be necessary, especially like if they're going to get. They start off the game. The Suns started off the game trying to guard Lopez with Jay Crowder. If that's their plan, you need to just put him on the block every possession and go right to him, you know, and maybe work something with him and Giannis down low. Where you're getting your two best big guys and mismatches, and just having them go to work down in the paint. But I, I, I can't. I don't think. I think he's too valuable to them to just bench him, especially right like immediately. Like give it a game, another game at least. Yeah, and I'm not saying bench him. I'm just saying yeah. maybe flop, flop the rotation to where. If yeah, and again, and I I haven't been paying attention enough to Portis on on switching and guarding on the mm. perimeter. If if Portis is a better perimeter defender, maybe you start with Portis to try to set the tone defensively, and then you bring Lopez in for more offense uh, off I, the bench. But I I wouldn't cut his minutes. I just uh, uh, maybe I the way the you're big rotating. Thing is just uh, you can't switch everything. No, yeah, yeah I agree. And you gotta, I mean, fight again. To, to, you know. I'll make it off my lawn. Like fight through the screen. Like yeah, you know, I'll, just uh, it's just so dumb. And, and like I said, a lot of those screens weren't ones you necessarily needed to fight through. It's just you you were they were choosing to switch. Yeah. Um, offensively for the Bucks, I think they need to. Uh, again, and we'll we'll see how he feels after this game. They need to run an offense where Giannis doesn't have to have the ball in his hands, where he can be more of a just a freight train coming. Not I don't I hate the dunker spot thing, but like you know set 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 pin downs and back screens for him to just fly towards the basket yep. and use athleticism that, that way. Was the very first play of the game they did for him, and I'm not sure if they did it again. Yeah, I mean, especially while he's you know still getting getting his coordination back with his knee. Like you're not, I I think if you're running a post up with Giannis, I think you're that's a win for Phoenix. Having him hold the ball for ten seconds and then do the you know do the you know the freight train thing that he does, I think that's a win for Phoenix right now. Just given that he's 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 definitely limited a little bit, like he's not a hundred. You can tell he's not a hundred percent. That's what I would do. I, I that way you have Holiday and Middleton being the primary ball handlers and keeping the ball moving, and then Giannis like. Nobody, like you said, you said the other day. I mean, nobody athletically on Phoenix can hang with him. So if you're doing that kind of stuff off the ball, that's just getting him lob dunks. Like if if the Suns can get eight and lob dunks, why can't getting him with speed going towards the basket? Just in yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's that's what I would try to look to do for game two. I mean, this is going to be huge for Budenoser to see. You know, how can he adjust from game to game, or is he just going to do the same thing every every single game and just hope? Hope for the best. Uh, again, that's what I would do. And I mean, the biggest thing for the Bucks, uh, again, Drew Holiday cannot be Eric Bledsoe. You know, and no. four, four for fourteen is not good enough. He wasn't aggressive. And that was the other thing that changed when he when they made their run. Like he was aggressive and yeah. went to the basket and, and tried to make plays. 
And I, I think I texted you at the time. I was like, where has yeah, the aggressiveness been for three quarters? And, and, and listen, I, I always I put that on him first. Like, yeah. you're the player. You have to 100%. be aggressive. But then I think Budenhoser has to find a way to keep these three guys engaged and have them complement each other. Like, it, that's that's his job. He needs to learn how to maximize the talent yeah. and coach to the talent, not coach to his system. And that was always my that was always my knock on Brett Brown. As much as I liked Brett Brown, he just he he wanted to run that San Antonio offense, and he never had the players for it. He had three different teams, and he ran this. He never had the players, and he ran the yeah. same damn offense, which yeah. was just the, the death great of the team. Coaches coach their talent. Really exactly, best. Steve. Yeah, that's everyone that gives the oh you know Mark Jackson. Uh, he made those Warriors. No, he he didn't. Steve Kerr unlocked what was great about them. So, yeah, because uh, he was able to do that. Uh yeah, so I mean that's I think that's what the Bucks need to do. Phoenix, I get Phoenix was I thought Phoenix was fine. I think they're just going to keep playing the way they play. Yeah. I mean they've that's a typical Phoenix game. Yeah, I mean they're I you know they're game two is going to be big. Uh, I thought they had to win game one. I, I didn't think one. Well, I also didn't think Giannis was going to play. So I thought to give up give up a game where Giannis wasn't playing would be just detrimental to their chances to win the series. So they got this one. I think they'll be okay if they drop game two. Um, obviously, it's a game to game, but yeah. I'd feel a lot better about them winning the series if they took the second game. To be honest with you, but they're the best road. They've been the best road team all year, so um, yeah. maybe it matters. Uh, you think game two is must win for Milwaukee? Uh, I think they are going to win. I, I I think they'll make some. Uh some adjustments um like a couple of things like early on milwaukee was missing some easy layups you know like you they got some bad miss like some bad misses on shots they typically and should make um there was a couple of times where they were like conceding layups where they just had like bridges run right to the hoop and dunk and a and run right to the rim and Paul, like you said, whenever he uh, crossed up uh, Anacupo in the third, once he got past Anacupo, there was three guys who just watched him lay it in. Like, just go foul, like foul him if nothing else. Yeah. But like, there, there's things like they they could fix that that should be easy fixes that I think will give them a chance. To oh, I agree. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I think, I think, uh. It, We'll see how Giannis There's feels a lot right of Bucks after playing tonight. And watching. I'm going down my notes. Like the Bucks are standing around and watching a bunch. Uh, another thing that's kind of plagued uh, the Bucks all all postseason, especially like they're they're late. They get lazy with the ball uh, sometimes. Like there was like there was one situation where Middleton got a switch, and so he had Paul guarding him, and he just tries to like lazily go up for a shot, and Paul just kind of took it right off him. Um, I think Giannis, as they were trying to make the run, was trying to do some weird spin move and got the ball knocked away. Just they they just turn the ball over too easily. Just get the ball ripped right off them too easily. But that's been happening to them throughout this playoffs. They got I think they got that's something they need to address. That that should not be happening. Um, Especially at this yeah. stage. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're gonna want to hang with the, with the Suns and. You know, win it all. That's something needs cleaned up. But like I said, I feel like those are things that can be addressed, can be cleaned up, and they can get game two. Yeah, it's such a uh, DeAndre Ayton now the sixth player in NBA history to record fifteen plus points and fifteen rebounds 
in the finals game at the age of 22 or younger. Jordan, who else do you think is on this list? Finals game, 22 or younger, 15 and 15? Yeah. Uh, let me let me go through here. Uh, I would have only got one of these guys. 22? Yeah. I think LeBron was 23 in his first, so, so I don't think he would be on that list. Uh, Plus, he probably didn't have 15 and 15. Uh, Kareem, possibly. Oh, Tim Duncan. No. Tim Duncan's not on that list? No. Well, Duncan, Duncan was... Probably well, twenty. I guess he was twenty-two whenever he came out of college. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he played all four yeah. years. Uh, the only guy where well, I'll give you, I'll give you the ones that I, I would have gotten. Uh, uh, Alvin Adams, Kawhi Leonard, oh, well. Johnny Kerr, Tom Heinz. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Boston who that is. Celtic, great. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's I mean, one guy I who was, I think he was a, the Celtics announcer for a long time too. Yeah, there's one guy you should get. It was a, I think I'm pretty sure this game was probably NBA, the NBA Finals game. Uh, game six, game seven. It's a le- legendary story about him going to play center. Man, I, I am blanking right now. Magic Johnson. Oh, Magic Johnson. Oh, dude. Yeah, against the Sixers when he. I'm assuming that's the game when yeah, he when he yeah. stepped in for Kareem when he was injured against, of course, yeah, the yeah. Sixers. So. Uh, just another stat line from from DeAndre Ayton there, but yeah, I mean again, so Suns again, Suns win, they take the one zero series lead. Uh, yeah, I, again, we did you did you put a bet on Middleton to win Finals I, no, MVP? That, that was my brother who put that bet in. Did he put Did he put some cash on it? Yeah, okay, you see it was in the group chat. He, uh, I think he, I forget how much he put on it. Not very much, but he, he uh, put a, plus he put six. A, put a small bet on that. Uh, Okay, I was gonna say plus plus six fifty, and he was definitely uh, Middleton. He yeah, he'd definitely be the uh, what do you call it the the Bucks favorite at this point after one game clearly. So as that as that changes, Giannis did have twenty and seventeen. Like that's not not a terrible game. Not not awful. He needs to find a way to get more shots. He needs to be shooting at least twenty times for them to have a chance. Yeah, and just only just only, be 11, only eleven shots. That's not going to cut it. Holiday. Yeah, I mean if 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 you know. well like, if Holiday if, if Holiday's going to make shots, I'm fine with Giannis getting like fifteen. Yeah, uh, you know, if Middleton and uh, Holiday are hitting shots, and you get a couple of other guys, one or two that are throwing some shots, you know, uh, yeah, fifteen could be could be all right. But I just think in general, he should be aiming at least for 20, probably closer to 25. Yeah. Game, uh, so game two, you, you think the Bucks are going to win game two? Uh, I do. Like, uh, like I said, I was watching, and I'm just like, Suns should be, like, crushing this team. And, and they got there for a little bit, and then as soon as they did, they wanted to raise the banner immediately. And let let the Bucks get right back in it, but you know they 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 left the door open more than they should have, and I think with some changes, you know, the Bucks will figure it out and take Game Two. Yeah, I I think Phoenix wins Game Two. I I think they're they gonna could. keep. I mean, yeah, I think I think they're gonna keep the mojo. Uh, I just I like I I liked what I saw from there their three guys and it's just been a model of consistency throughout the playoffs for those three guys like I, 
have any of them ha- outside of Paul when he got hurt with the shoulder? Like, have any of those guys had a bad, really had a bad game? Um, I think I think uh, Booker had like one, maybe once. Yeah, one like maybe two once. Game that yeah, wasn't, like stellar. Yeah, I mean they've just consistently showed up. Uh, I I like him at home in game two to go up two zero, and then we'll see. Kind of, well, I need I need to see how Milwaukee plays in game two if that does happen to see what'll be i again i i picked phoenix and six you got the bucks and seven right i have the bucks and six but yeah oh bucks and six okay um so obviously both both are still alive and they're doing what are they if they they have the stupid two two one 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 thing now right uh is that still a thing i think so that that was how it was before they went to the two three two yeah i i i I always like two three two better I'm not no, I I don't. I prefer two one 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 or two two one one. Well, I remember I remember when they were defending it and they made the change. It's like, oh well, the home team's got to win both both the first two games if it's for home court to mean anything. I'm like, okay, go go win two home games. Like, <laughs> so like you get, or and you got to win. I mean, you know, championship teams got to win a game on the road regardless at some point. So I don't know. I always I I, I always liked the the two three two. A fun, a fun thing. It was funny. I was gonna say, ah, oh, this was Phoenix's first, uh, first home win in uh, what 20, 20 something years. But then I, then I realized, I was like, oh no, that guy Michael Jordan won every game in Phoenix in nineteen ninety three. <laughs> I, I totally, I totally forgot about that. So um, this is actually, yeah, this is actually their first. Uh, I guess their, I don't know if this is their first finals win at home ever, but. Uh, First one, first one in a long time, so they'll yeah. be enjoying it. The building was rocking, so it was good to, yeah. you know, again, it was good to see a finals with some fans that were like into it, being loud. It looked like a full, full uh, arena. Was, yeah, I still don't get, I don't get yeah. why um, these networks are having such issues with the set, or maybe my TV just sucks. But like, I feel like they still haven't mastered the uh, getting the crowd noise back so that you can still hear the announcers. I get. I, I know. I know they were doing that with like the fake noise because they didn't want you know the TVs yeah. to catch fans cursing. But like, I can't imagine that's still a thing with a, with the packed house. But like, like I, I couldn't even hear Jackson and Van Gundy for most of the game because of the way they were balancing out the the crowd noise. So hopefully, hopefully that gets fixed here in the next uh, next couple of days because I do I do enjoy listening to those three uh, those yeah. three tar. Mike, Mike Breen's great. Uh... <laughs> I've had the pleasure of the past few seasons. Uh, well, it's going on like a decade now since I had the league pass. He he's been the home announcer with uh, Walt Frazier for the Knicks. Knicks, and, yeah. And, and he's just he he's just great to listen to. Like he he's he's one of my favorite uh, you know uh, announcers, but play by play guys. Mike Breen's great. Yeah, let's let's hope we have a close game so he can uh, he can give bang. us a bang. Yeah, big time. Uh, all right, that's. I think that's all. Yeah. All we got here for game one. Again, well, game two is Thursday, right? Game two is Thursday. Yep. Game two is Thursday. Then they go game three on Sunday, Sunday. so they're on the yep. norm Sunday, so they're on the the normal schedule. It, it, hopefully, hopefully it goes fast. Like it was great to have this game done by like eleven thirty, so it didn't uh, yeah. didn't stretch into the. 12 30s with reviews and whatnot so that was fun but <laughs> yeah we'll uh i guess we'll uh we'll have a two oh wow oh man we're gonna have to do a double yeah. a double dip on uh thursday oh god with the the normal two beers and then uh 
And then we'll have to do the post game. We'll Jesus. have to figure out we'll how we were going to work that, but yeah. I'm going to have to get about 10, 10 extra K cups of coffee on mm-hmm. top of the six that I'm already doing a day. But all right, man, well, this was, this was fun. Got uh hopefully, hopefully this goes, uh, go seven. So we can get seven, six more of these in. Yep. Yep. Awesome. All right. All right, everybody. Big kisses. Never nervous.